Hello, welcome back to Making Better Bites. It's your host, Adrienne here, and I am actually with a guest again today. I feel like it's been so long since I've had a guest on, and it actually took me so long to find someone who was an expert on this topic. I've been wanting to talk to somebody about hormonal acne for a really long time because, of course, that goes along with women's health and hormones. And so I finally found someone. Her name is Jessica. She's here with me today. So welcome, Jessica. Thanks for joining us today. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. So before we get or to go ahead and get started, can you give us a little bit of background about yourself? Um, what do you do and your professional background, I guess, and how you got there? Yeah, so I am a licensed esthetician in New York. Um, I do have a bachelor's degree in broadcasting and mass communication, um, but I didn't really pursue that. <laughs> so now I own a skincare studio and I focus mostly on acne. Um, we do do, you know, anti-aging and things like that, but probably 90% of my clients are acne prone and we take an we take a holistic approach to healing the acne. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much what I do. Yeah, that's awesome. How long have you been an esthetician for? Uh, five years. Okay, that's that's a good amount of time. And you already have your own practice? So that's cool. Yeah, so I actually started at uh, a chain spa. And then from there, I I just wasn't really able to help my clients the way I wanted to. So mm -hmm. I took it upon myself to do more advanced training with the brands that I was using at the spa. Um, and then from there, I just kind of reached out to the reps myself. And I was like, listen, I really want to learn more. How do I do this? So I kind of branched off on my own really quickly. I just looked for um, any type of class that I can learn more. And um, I, I was like, I'm just going to try. I'm going to do this on my own. I'm going to just see how it goes. And thankfully it worked out. And here we are five years, five years later. That's so awesome. I can totally relate to wanting to be more specific and like help your clients in a different way because yeah, when you're in a chain or in kind of like a specific setting, it can be really hard to, to give people that specialized care. So that's really cool that it's been successful for you. Yeah, definitely. Um, <clears throat> So can you explain then to us, because I have no idea anything about skincare or health whatsoever, um, what is hormonal acne and is it actually different than other type of acne? Yes. So there's many types of acne. Um, hormonal acne is pretty much when a person is developing acne due to some sort of hormone imbalance or a hormonal change. Um, so there's different ways that this can happen. Um, pregnancy can cause um, acne because of the hormonal changes that a woman will go through. Some women struggle with like PCOS, which also causes acne. Um, a lot of times I also see like your teenagers because of all those hormonal changes. Uh, there's just so many factors to it, but essentially it's just your hormones being imbalanced or some type of change within the hormones. A lot of times it's your testosterone levels that are a little bit higher. Um, which cause excess oil. And that's a breeding ground for acne. So that's really when it comes to hormonal acne, it's more about balancing those out. Okay. So does hormonal acne show up on the skin differently than other type of, type of acne? 
It can, yes. So nine times out of 10, hormonal acne will result more in like cystic acne, which means it's big, inflamed. A lot of times they're red, they hurt, they're underneath the skin, they don't really have a head to them. So you can't really extract them. Um, Sometimes you'll see a little bit of non-inflamed, which is underneath the skin, but like the little ones that look like whiteheads. Um, But those are more than likely, it's more like a combination of the two. Um, mm-hmm. Also, hormonal acne you will find mostly on the jaw area. So anywhere on the jaw, neck sometimes as well. Um, anything above that is usually due to something else. Hormonal will always be on the jaw and neck. Oh, that's very interesting. Okay. I didn't know that location like actually was associated with like what it meant or what it was yeah. causing it. Yeah. A lot of people don't realize that. Yeah. So wait, can you kind of explain then the different areas if there's other ones that are specific like to your face? Like what what does it mean? Yeah, of course. Um, so a lot of times, so cheeks is a huge sign that it's diet related. Um, so it could be <clears throat> diet related or gut health. Uh anything really that has to do with the gut. Some people, like I have a client that had ulcer ulcerative colitis. I don't mm-hmm. know if I pronounced that correct. Um, and I had no idea. And I just kept telling her, like, I feel like you have, like, there's something in your gut going on. And she's like, oh, my God, how did you know? Like, I have that um, ulcerative colitis. I can't even say it right. <laughs> um, so cheeks are always most likely uh, going to pertain to the gut. The jawline is hormonal nine times out of ten. Um, forehead is usually in teenagers. It can be a little bit of hormones. But a lot of time it's stress-related. Uh, it could be whatever your hair products are. They're kind of like going, if you have your hair in your face, you'll see that a lot. Uh, but that's pretty much the gist of it. Okay, cool. Um, so with the hormonal acne then specifically, how do you recommend to treat it? And are there specific ingredients that people should look for or like ones that they should avoid? So with hormonal acne, it's really it all really goes back to health. I mean, to gut health. So I like to treat things internally and I like to find the root cause. So I like to figure out where exactly is this imbalance coming from? So a lot of times I'll have them go to their doctors, check all their levels. Sometimes I'll say like, go check your thyroid, check all of your hormone levels, make sure you don't have anything like PCOS, like just so we're clear on what exactly is causing this imbalance. Sometimes it's they've been on birth control for so long and now their body's kind of rejecting it. So it's throwing all their hormones off. You've had synthetic stuff in your body for so long, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of times it's the food you're eating. So if you're eating high sugar, high um, salt foods, all of that will play a role because your cortisol levels are also high now. They're, you know, they're elevated and that all plays a role in your hormones as well. Uh, So I always tell my hormonal acne clients to try a low glycemic diet first, Um, kind of treat it like a diabetes patient. (laughs) So we do that and they usually see really great results just with that alone. Then we do the treatment part, which is a, uh, we do a lot of chemical peels. I love to use Jesner's, TCA peels. Um, I mix a lot of peels depending on what they need. Um, And then definitely we want to work on just lowering the inflammation. And we do that by the client, you know, with home care, pretty much. Retinol is huge. 
Um, it's great for inflammation. It's great just for tackling all of that excess oil. Great for poor appearance. Um, I also use benzoyl peroxide if they're not allergic to it. Um, and I like to interchange the two. Um, and then mandelic acid is like my go-to. I love mandelic acid. Okay. Those I've are like never my top three. Really? What is, yeah. What is that? So mandelic acid, it's one of the less aggressive acids. Um, so you'll have like lactic acid, salicylic acid, there's glycolic acid. Mandelic is my favorite because it's the least aggressive, but it works for all acnes across the board. So you can use it for fungal, you can use it for non-inflamed, inflamed, hormonal acne. Um, it's really great for deeper complexions because it's less aggressive. Um, I always take the slow and steady route instead of just doing a crazy aggressive treatment plan and then you end up damaging the barrier of your skin that way. Um, so with Mandelic, I like it because it really works with that inflammation. It's antibacterial, antifungal, antimicrobial. It also will help with pigmentation. So if you have that scarring, like some people get like the red, it's called PIE. So it's post-inflammatory erythema. It's basically the blood vessels that because of the trauma are now exposed. So that's what you're seeing. In darker complexions, that will turn dark. So some people it turns like a little purple or like a super brown spot. Um, Mandelic is amazing for that. Okay. Wow. Good to know. That is a lot of yes. information. Um, I also <laughs> really appreciate that you take an approach holistically, like you said earlier, but like that you are looking for what the root cause is for your clients and like sending them specifically back to their doctor and like to get their blood work checked up because it's so important to understand that a lot of these things that are physically manifesting in us are because of something internally that's going on that you might not realize. So I have a huge appreciation for that as well. Yeah, absolutely. I've actually had a few clients who have come to me and they don't even know that they have something specific going on, especially with PCOS. I've had two clients specifically that they didn't realize they had it until I started asking them the questions for in, in their consult. And I, I legally, I obviously can't diagnose um, right. because I'm not a doctor. So I, she was telling, they were telling me these symptoms, and I'm like, have you ever been diagnosed with PCOS? And they were both like, no. And so I told them, you know, these are the symptoms for PCOS. It seems to me like that's kind of what we're dealing with. Um, but to make sure, go to your doctor, get this tested out, look for your thyroid, look for PCOS, look for all these things and come back to me and then let me know what they say. And it did, it came back positive that they actually had PCOS. That's incredible because it's so important that because you're a provider of some sort and you spend a lot of time obviously connecting with other women that you are aware of these kind of things to kind of point them in that direction because not everybody has someone in their corner to kind of push them to follow up with their health in that kind of way. So the fact that you care so much, even though you're just trying to help them, you know, fix their skin, which people might think is just like an aesthetic thing. Like you take it a step further to um, care about like what's going on at the core, especially because a lot of times women don't feel great, but they don't know why and they don't know what to do about it. And maybe they've been dismissed by their doctor before, but to hear from someone who has some sort of like substance to why they're recommending it, like you in your office, that's, that's really important. So that's great. Thank you. Yeah. I also, there's been times where I have one client, my poor girl, she has been to so many doctors. She has tried 
you know, to get more answers and they're always giving her the runaround and trying to put her on medication. I'm I'm not against medication if you truly need it, but I'm also mm-hmm. not a fan of doctors using it as band-aids because a lot of times these medications will affect you in other ways and they'll throw off your hormones. So you'll end up breaking out again as soon as you're off these medications. So I do try to push for them to see more of a naturopathic doctor if they can, Mm -hmm. um, because I feel like they work synergistically with estheticians where we're really holistically trying to heal your body from the inside out. Yeah, definitely love that as a dietitian. I'm all about the holistic inner healing, working with your body and trying to support it better. So that's great. Um, Okay. So you mentioned the one, well, we went over several ingredients and different products and things. Are there then specific brands that could be purchased? Like if I wanted to go to the drugstore and find some of these ingredients that you're talking about, um, could I do that? Could I buy products or does it have to be through a professional? So the esthetician in me wants to say absolutely not, but realistically, yes, you can go to the drugstore and you can possibly find a few good products. The issue that I have with the drugstore and department store products is their formulation. So the way it works is those products are formulated for the masses. So because of liability purposes, they can't go past a certain level. Um, So a lot of those products only really work on the surface level of the skin, whereas the products that we have access to, they go deeper. So you're not only going to heal your skin right now, but you're going to literally change the the cellular structure of your skin for long-term health which is the difference. And a lot of people don't realize that. And they think that as estheticians, we're just trying to sell you on our product, but Mm -hmm. there is really a difference. And a lot of times when, as soon as you switch over, you will see the difference. Okay. Well, that's unfortunate for uh, the masses, (laughs) but also good to know. And I appreciate the honesty. Um, The other thing. Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. The other thing also is, People don't know what they need. So if you're going to the drugstore or to Ulta or Sephora, they're mm-hmm. the people that work there, like they don't know what you need. They don't know your skin. They don't know what's going on. So the benefits also of going to an esthetician is that a good esthetician, of course, <laughs> that knows what they're doing. They're going to look at your skin. They're going to analyze. They're going to ask you questions. And they're going to formulate a routine specifically for what you're going through. So it kind of leaves the question of like, well, should I use this or should I use that? Or I don't know, like on TikTok, I heard this is good. Maybe it'll work for me. I'm not sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. So with us, it's like we're giving you exactly what you need and there's no questions about it. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Because I feel like it's a very common shared experience that you go to the store thinking that you know what you're buying and you give it a try and it ends up like doing more damage to your skin than yeah, helping it definitely. out, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> yes. so how can people go about finding a professional to work with on their skin? So there's a few ways. Um, so face reality is really like, I don't want to say the pioneer, but they're very, they're a huge business and they specialize in acne. Many estheticians train through them, um, at least to start off. So you can definitely go on their website and look for a provider that's in your area. Some of us do virtual consultations also. So if you're not um, in the area, but you're just looking to maybe get started, uh, you can totally do a virtual consultation with those around, like if you find someone on there. Um, 
If not, I would definitely just look on Instagram. You know, Google works great as well. I know a lot of my clients found me just like through Googling, you know, acne mm-hmm. acne specialists in the area. Um, I would definitely recommend for any estheticians who do specialize in acne to make sure their SEO says acne specialist because I feel like a lot of people are now searching for that. Um, same thing with Instagram. You want to make sure it's on your profile that you're an acne specialist if that's what you specialize in so people can find you. Um, for the consumer, like the clients, I definitely recommend doing your research because there are a lot of estheticians that don't really know what they're doing, unfortunately. And because of that, there's like lack of trust in us. Um, But Mm. there are also a lot of us that do know what we're doing. So definitely want to make sure you're looking at before and afters, Um, maybe shoot them a message and really get to know them and, you know, tell them what's going on so that they can respond with what their treatment plan would be, or maybe just schedule a consultation if they have that option. So that way you kind of get a feel for them. Um, because I've had a lot of clients who have gone through a lot of estheticians until they finally got mm-hmm. to me and mm-hmm. they tell me like, oh my God, it, I, you were the only one that was able to really heal my acne. So mm-hmm. it's really just doing the research and finding someone that truly, truly knows what they're doing. And most of us are posting before and after pictures. So that's a huge sign that we obviously know what we're doing. Okay. That's a good one. Is there any... Is there any kind of like certification, qualifications, like specific words, things that people could use to maybe filter out who might be a good fit for them? Um, I mean, definitely if they're face reality certified, because I do truly believe in their certification. I learned so much from face reality. Um, I, I've done other um, trainings as well, other than face reality, but they were my first. And as a new esthetician, I learned so much through them. So if they, if you see an esthetician that's um, trained with them, that's great. Um, there's not really, I don't think estheticians really like put out there like where their training is really from. So again, just looking for like acne specialist or um, really it's just kind of going through their I always just say like go through their pictures that's like your biggest way of knowing um Instagram is basically our portfolio if you don't have Instagram go through their website look at their reviews see what people are saying you know Mm -hmm. okay well that helps um yeah Instagram is great at least because you can see visually like what kind of work they're doing or those kind of things um you mentioned virtual consultations is that something that you personally do as well if people don't live near you and wanted to work with you so as of right now I don't do virtual consultations um I am looking to do them in the future so I definitely will post on my Instagram Facebook website um once they are available um Mm. but right now I am expecting my second baby so I don't want to put too much on my plate (laughs) thank you um so not trying to overwhelm myself so that's why Mm. I'm not doing them right now but I will Mm. in the future open up virtual consultations okay good to know um All right. Oh, yeah. My last question was, do you have any favorite advice to give to someone who is struggling with hormonal acne? Yeah, um, I want them to know if you're struggling with hormonal acne, I want you to know that you don't give up. Don't give up on treating it. Um, Even if you've been to all the dermatologists and all the estheticians, do not give up because there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Um, It really has to do with consistency and you have to be willing to 
make it a lifestyle change. The thing about acne is that it's not, once you heal it, it doesn't go away completely forever. It is something that you have to maintain just like any other condition. Um, So unfortunately, if you are acne prone and you have healed from it, you have to still eat a certain way. You have to stay away from certain ingredients. You have to stay, you know, stay on your routine because any little thing can throw it off and you will break out again. Uh, It may not be as bad as it was once before, but it's still one of those things that you definitely want to maintain. So just think of it as a whole lifestyle change. You're literally becoming healthy from the inside out. It's not just about vanity. It's literally health. Yeah, I love that. It's a great way to wrap it up. Can you go ahead then and you can tell people where they can find you, where you're located, and then social media and everything? Yeah. Um, so I am on Instagram. It's Yuri Aesthetics. So it's U R I Aesthetics with an A. Um, and my I don't have a website right now. So I just use Vagaro, which is my booking site. Um, but really just my Instagram. Um, and I do post a lot of educational information on there. So if you're someone who's kind of just getting started and you don't really know where to start, you don't know anything about skin, that's a great place for resources. I share so, so much on there. Um, and on my stories and things like that. So that's definitely a great place to start. Um, you can always shoot me a DM. I'm always happy to help through DMs as well. So yeah. Okay. That's really great. And um, if anybody has any questions, I would love to have you back again for another episode too. I know we kind of went over some questions that people had today. Um, But yeah, this has been a really fun conversation and I've already learned so much and I just feel like there's so much more to know about like skincare and how it all ties into your health. So yeah, yeah, thank you for coming on again and I'm so glad we could connect and that I found someone to finally talk about this with and actually we align (laughs) quite a bit on how we discuss health and approach it. So that's really great. Yeah, definitely. Thank you so much for having me. I will come on at any time. I love talking about this and I feel like it definitely needs to be talked about more because like you had mentioned, people look at facials like they're just kind of like, oh, I'm going to go pamper myself. But it really truly is more about your health. Um, Skin health is just as important as your regular body health. So I, again, I would love to come on and chat more about it. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Well, this has been really great. And I hope everybody listening has enjoyed Um, the things that she mentioned today. I will put in the show notes so um, you know where to find her and some of the products or brands and things that she's mentioned. Um, But I think that's all for today. And I hope that this has helped you to make better bites. Have a great week.